Welcome to the first episode of Urban Locations. My name is Evan. I'm the host of this podcast. Uh, This podcast is going to cover pretty much everything in the cannabis community. Uh, The show is going to kind of outline, we're going to try to have a subject or political issue that we cover, a product review, uh, and a strain story. Uh, For example, we'll we'll talk about the birth of Jack Herrera next week on uh, the first episode of the week of Urban Locations. Um, And very last, uh, at the end of each episode, uh, we're going to go ahead and pretty much talk and publish uh, about all the pop-up cannabis events happening in D.C. that evening. Um, I want to do this because I want to get a lot of local listeners because that's where I'm based is in D.C. Um, And I'd like to not only get those local listeners, but also get any of those local listeners that don't know about these pop-up events, uh, get them educated and get them pointed in the right direction to attend one and see all the cool stuff that we talk about. Uh, So today's episode is going to cover how to spot good versus mid-grade bud. Um, And it's interesting because uh, this segment, I have a caller from Pennsylvania Uh, Now, in Pennsylvania, it's a little bit harder to get cannabis recreationally uh, versus to where I'm from, being D.C., where we have uh, Initiative 71, which allows us to have two ounces on us. We can give up to an ounce away, and we can have multiple maturing plants in our house uh, growing. So it's going to give a lot of insight of, you know, how to spot good versus mid-grade in both a controlled environment and in an environment that, you know, is kind of a get-in, get-out type uh, transaction. So it'll give you a lot of um, pointers on, you know, quick telltale signs of whether you're getting the good stuff or the mids. Uh, So without further ado, here's the very first episode of Urban Locations, and I hope you guys enjoy and continue to turn it, tune in week after week. And, uh, oh, and please uh, reach out to us. Let us know uh, how we're doing. Let us know what we can do better. Um, you know, give us uh, subjects that you'd like episodes to be centered around or political issues, uh, or uh, even if you have a product that you want to see us review, I'll do the very best I can. And, you know, if I've never tried the product, I'll do what I can to get somebody on the show that has tried the product so that, you know, we can hear from, from real people how, how well the product works. Uh, so, yeah, you, you'll be able to reach out to us via Twitter uh, this week, via Anchor. Uh, we're also going to try to push this podcast into Spotify um, and try to get it on as many platforms as possible. That way we can get as many listeners and get as much, uh, a mu- as much of a audience as we can. Uh, that way, you know, we can get subjects and political issues and product ideas and strange stories that, you know, you guys want to hear. Uh, but for now, this is just the icebreaker episode. Um, it's going to be a little bit shorter, but still packed full of Really great information and definitely worth a listen. Um, And so here it is, uh, the interview with our 
Caller from Pennsylvania. You run into the problem here. Sometimes you get some stuff, and uh, you you don't even get a name for it. So <laughs> ask yeah, away. So, uh, yeah, well, it's funny because um, I was pretty much in the Virginia area for a long time. And even though D.C. is right there with their whole uh, Initiative 71, where they can basically now uh, have up to two ounces on them and they can give up to an ounce and have multiple uh, maturing plants in their homes. But um, I remember the struggle that, you know, back here in Virginia, you are, you're exactly right. You run into the whole, you know, you just get what you get and uh, that's it. So you don't even really get a strain name. So you don't really have anything to kind of bookmark and see what the strain is about or, you know, it's THC content or any of that. So I think it would be really good to bring out some tips on how to spot whether you're getting, you know, something maybe on the lower end of the scale versus something that's true and true what it is. Absolutely. One, one, my, obviously my, uh, first thing I like to notice on it, it's, uh, Besides the smell is the texture of the bud, you know, right. how, it, how it feels. I like to give it a nice little squeeze, see if it, uh, if that squeeze brings a, a stronger aroma out of the bud. You know what I mean? Right, right. Because, like, there's times, like, uh, especially in my situation, you know, you end up getting it from someone and... Sometimes it's not always in the most convenient time, the most convenient place. Right, right. And so you, you don't really have a chance to yeah. kind of see what's up beforehand. It's exactly. You know what I mean? And yeah. and me being me being a smoker since I'd say about 13, 14 years old. I'm 29 now. And uh, 24. <clears throat> I uh, I um how can I say, I always, always try to, before the transaction is done, I always try to give it a, a quick little, you know, a little, little squeeze, a quick little whiff, because I've gotten, I'm not going to say ripped off. Thank God I, I, I've never came across anyone that scumbag, you know, but, uh, right. um, Sometimes it's, you know, like you said, you, you get what you get. Sometimes you get home and you're excited, you're anxious, you just, and you open that up and you're totally disappointed, you know, yeah. and, and sometimes it's the other way around. Sometimes it looks good. Sometimes it might smell good. And once you roll it up or break it down and put it in your pipe and my, my whole rule is with once I get it, I, I I like to I smoke a lot of pipes. I I I grew up in New York. I smoked nothing but blunt for a long time, and I, hear you. I saw the effect of that. It was you know the mix with tobacco because I'm not a cigarette smoker at all. Oh so no, the, I got you. Um, yes. Especially for me, going from being a cigarette smoker to moving to being a cigarette smoker and a cannabis smoker, and then moving from straight from cigarettes to cannabis uh i used to always like to roll it up in the blunt but you know that me trying to put tobacco away that was really 
kind of against going yes. against what I was trying to do. So uh, myself, I I do just plain papers, the raw papers, but I uh, have definitely smoked my fair share of bowls. But uh, go ahead. <clears throat> well, yeah, my my whole rule is. Uh... I think no more than two hits. You know, you you got a, a nice clean pipe. You 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 can tell. Like one of my old one of my old buddies, he says, uh, "If I'm not spanked by the second hit, the third hit better put me on my ass, or that's not some fucking good weed." Right. Exactly. So I mean, you. To me, my biggest flag is color, um, because. You know, you get something with, you know, a lot of purple leaves on it, you know, a lot of purple in it, and you have, uh, you know, the, the nice neon orange hairs all over it with a nice deep green. You usually know you're getting, you know, something pretty decent versus, you know, you pick up something that's very brown or very, uh, very um, just kind of plain looking. Yes, no, I know exactly what you're talking about. It usually ends up being, you know kind of mid plain grade stuff it, it just <clears throat> i think color for me is a big distinctive factor of whether it's going to be some good butt or not yeah no that's definitely i didn't think of that that's definitely a big because too i've came across some some cannabis in, in my time where they the name they would give you is just purple and yeah. you'd be like hey but what 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 kind of strain purple what you know yeah, exactly oh no it's just it's purple wait till you see it okay um and then it ends up being a really nice looking colorful bud yep. but but it doesn't give you that kick you think it was going to you know because exactly you run across like i've came across stuff that and me like i've being close to New York, I've smoked some some really really good exotic buds. Also, because you know New York is a big city, and oh yeah, get, no, I totally agree with you. It was it was a world of change going from uh, my normal the normal run of the mill transactions that you have in non legal states to going to Initiative Seventy One with DC, where they're now doing big pop-up events where, you know, you just go and everybody's got their strains and you can actually go onto Leafly, look at the bud that's on the table, look at the bud that's on Leafly, kind of get a good idea. You know, you can actually see that these people's strains are matching with what they're saying. And uh, so luckily we get that luxury here, but definitely, again, goes to uh, a lot of these places that it's illegal that, you're you're really going off of your senses to figure out whether you're actually getting something decent or you you're getting something that's you know you just kind of spent your money and you really didn't get much out of it. Yeah, so. yeah. The thing that gets me is you know some people don't. Um, how can I say? Uh, a lot of the guys around my way, you know, they they'll up the price if the cannabis is a little bit better than last time. Oh yeah, but they. Drop the price if it goes if the the quality goes down. You know what I'm saying? They'll they'll pass it off as oh it's not it's not as good as the last, but it's some good stuff. You know? Yeah. And, exactly. And that's to the point where I'm getting it because it got to the point where you know, like I said, Jesus, I wish 
I was able to grow the stuff legally, so I knew right. growing what I'm putting, what's put being, you know, what's being put into it, how it's, and mm, mm, for me, not really knowing a lot of the scientific side of it, not really just to know what's in it, but at least to know what I'm smoking. Right, and that's a lot of your your average Joe. You know, they they're just into smoking, and they don't they don't know too much about it. Like you know, we I go into these events all the time, and especially my first few times going, you know, it was kind of crazy because they would always be like, "Look at the turps, look at the turps, look at the turps," and I'm sitting here, I'm like, "What the hell are they talking about?" You know, what are, what are turps? And then finally, you know, somebody showed me the way, and we got. And I'm on board now, but, you know, there's a lot of stuff that distinguishing factors to tell you whether you have good butter or not that you just may not know about because you don't get that type of knowledge and education in, in an area that's, that cannabis is illegal because it's just, uh, it's just not something people just sit down and widely talk about like they do in, in D.C. and California, Colorado, places like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think a big thing, too... Um, and knowing whether you have mid grade or not, or whether you've got some decent stuff, is is density of the actual bud itself. Because um, I noticed the ones that are rather light and flaky. That yeah, you got the bag and it looks like a lot, but you go and weigh it out and you realize that it's it's the same amount. It's just some really lightweight stuff. Yeah, I've noticed a lot of time it's been a lot of the less denser weed that has not really affected me much. It. Um, the just the really dry, light, flaky, kind of not dense buds. Um, there, there are a few sativa strains out there that that's just how they grow, and and they still have a very high THC content. But I noticed a lot around here, or Virginia, I should say, when uh, when I was there, is that if your guy gave you something that was a little bit less dense it usually wasn't great quality usually it's when you got that nice deep dense bud that you know when you break apart with your fingers you can feel how sticky it is and leave a little kind of thing. leaves a little bit of uh residue on your feet a little keep on your fingers yeah yeah a little bit of sticky stuff on your fingers it, it leaves your grinder looking pretty decent after, you know? Right, right, exactly. Now, question, though, because, like I said, there's only, I could probably name, uh, and for as long, and, and like I said, for as long as I've, as long as I've smoked, you know, to me, pretty pathetic, but, you know, under the circumstances, I believe I got maybe, Four or maybe five strains that uh, I can probably tell you what it was with either smelling it, smoking it, you know, having it in front of me. Um, oh, yeah. Because of the access that I have to it. You know, my top three strains, and then you can tell me yours. My top three strains that I've smoked numerous times throughout the years, and uh, I've either gotten them from the same person or or the same area, which I know was consistent of what I was being given, has been Sour Diesel. Figure being you were from New York, that would be the number one thing that came out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Sour Diesel, some Haze, and uh, 
bubble kush. I've tried a good, I want to say, four different kushes. And for some reason, the bubble kush was my favorite. I probably, right. I probably smoked maybe a half a pound of it at one point. And I never lost, uh, how can I say, not, not in one sitting. I mean, I, yeah. I, you know, I made it last as long as I could, but. Right, over a course of time. <clears throat> it never got old. The taste, uh, the impact, the boom it gave you to me. You know how sometimes you you can smoke some something and. For a couple weeks and it just. It just you get less and less of an effect. Exactly. It never, it never did. It never did. It never, it never got old to me. You know, it it was always the same taste, the same kick, the same feeling to the chest. Because that's my whole thing. I I can also tell some really good weed when you take a really strong hit and you just hold it. Hold it in. Yep. Exactly. If it's not making you want to yes. cough and yes. let it out, then it's like, like me. probably submit. Yes. My, like, I, I start sweating in the back of my neck if it sounds funny when I'm holding the hit. Just knowing. And then the aftertaste. If, you, if, if, if there's a really good aftertaste after you let that hit out, you know you got some really good shit that was grown. Well, the other thing that I, I want to clarify, too, about the whole taking it in, the difference in what both of us are talking about is the fact that when you take in that deep hit, we're not talking about, you know, the back burn that you get from the hit. It's from when you actually hold it in and when you really just hold it for a little bit, it just makes you want to want to cough because you just get this really strong feeling inside. Yeah, yeah. It's, really strong. it's nothing whatsoever. Yeah. It's nothing harsh whatsoever. It's it's just uh, it's 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 a taste and a feeling that a, a smoker knows. Well, you know, once you know what I mean, because I I I, yeah. I have people who like a lot of my close buddies who I smoke smoke with. They're older, so they yep. they prefer the, the little downgraded weed because they don't want to be coughing or they don't want to. Be completely stoned for hours on it. Right. I'm the total opposite. I'm like, I want to lose my phone for three minutes. I'm fine. Exactly. Right. All right. All right. Well, I think this was a good chat. I think uh, we're gonna hit the max here at 15 minutes. So it was great. Um, you. It was a great conversation. I got some knowledge from you. I thank you and I appreciate it, man. Yeah, absolutely. You have a good one and uh, nice to hear from Pennsylvania. Okay, and for our last segment, where we get our name, Urban Locations, we're going to go ahead and go over all the pop-up events that are happening in D.C. tonight. Uh, first up is Teriyaki Tuesday, which has a $5 cover. Um, it's running from 7 p.m. to 11 p.m., and you can DM at 420DC uh, for the location. Next is Just Blaze's Broccoli House. Where tonight it's ladies' night, which means that you guys uh, all get a free cover. Um, the cover for this one, if you're not a lady, is unknown. Uh, I have not seen what the cover is going to be for this event yet. And uh, like I said, that one's running from 6 p.m. to 11 p.m. And you can email broccolihouse1 at gmail.com for that location. 
We lit Tokem Up Tuesdays running from 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. Uh, again, there's an unknown cover, and if you need the location, you want to go ahead and DM We Lit 2018 DCC on Instagram. DC Greens take over Tuesday, 6 to 11 p.m., free entry, door prizes. DM at DC Greens, ending with a Z, on Instagram for that location. It's a snack edibles. Uh, it's a Taco Tuesday. $5 entry. Any uh, vets out there, it's free cover for you guys. 6 p.m. to 11 p.m. DM is a snacked edibles on Instagram. Uh, spelled I-S-S-A-S-N-A-C-K-E-D-I-B-L-E-S. Cloud Party Inc. is doing Cloudy Tuesdays from 8 p.m. to 1 a.m. Uh, no cover uh, is known for this one. You can DM at Capster Damn Cloud, uh, spelled C A P S T E R D A M C L O U D. And that's again being put on by Cloud Party Inc. and Duck the Dawn. Uh, Green Gods is putting on Mount Olympus. Uh, you can DM them at Green Gods 71 uh, on Instagram. And they'll be able to get you all the info you need, uh, like the cover charge, location, any of that. Uh, High Vibes is doing a Taco Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 11 p.m. There's 100 gifts at the door, meaning uh, most likely meaning that uh, for the first 100 people, they'll have a gift for you that uh, at the door. And for that location, DM High Vibes underscore on Instagram. Uh, Herbaceous DC Hippie Hour from 5 to 10 p.m. Uh, you're going to have to DM Herbaceous DC, H-E-R-B-A-C-E-O-U-S-D-C on Instagram for a location and uh, if you're looking to find out what the cover charge is going to be. And lastly, we have Stay Diesel Take Down Toke Tuesday from 5 to 10 p.m. Free entry. DM at staydiesel.420 on Instagram for that location. That about wraps it up for Tuesday night. Hope you guys enjoyed everything that was uh, covered in this week's, one of this week's episodes. Uh, we're going to try to do multiple episodes over the course of uh, a one-week time because I know a lot happens and... There's just about a pop-up event every night, so we're going to try to keep you guys as much in the loop as possible for all of you in the DMV area that are looking to check out these pop-up events. Uh, so thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time over here at Herban Locations. Bye-bye.